Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I'm sure I'm glad you did. Hey, we have a returning guest today, returning guest, one of my uh, just a fantastically talented uh, filmmakers, one of my favorite people, um, Mr. Keith Sutliff. He's got a brand new project out, a television series. How about that? Um, very, very cool. Uh, Cyclops, the Cyclops Chronicles, the story of Scott Summers, who, you know, from the X-Men. Keith, how are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? Thanks for having me on the show, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, every time, I'm telling you, I, I think this is time number three you've been on, and no. every project you do, Keith, it's just, it, you knock it out of the park. And I'm not trying to jinx anything. But I just, it's a consistently good work. That's impressive, oh, I you know? It. I appreciate it, man. I hope you're sincere, not just trying to pat me on the back. No, um, I no appreciate absolutely. It. Yeah. Absolutely. I, and I, you know, I don't always comment, but I see the posts. I, I've seen, and I see the stuff out there, you know. Um, uh, your last project, you know, you were on billboards and stuff, man. Size of buses. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, Gotta love it. That's pretty awesome. Heck yeah. Yeah, do you know? I, appreciate, now, I really appreciate this, it. Um, well, yeah, of course, of course. Um, now, this time you decided, uh, as I understand it, um, this was a uh, a fan base thing. I'm assuming maybe during the pandemic or something. Um, is this where the idea started, or um, right yeah. for Cyclops Chronicles? Yes, it did. Um, yeah, I know. So it started during the pandemic. Um, you know, I tell my, my, my team, people I work with, um, and I have a pretty small team, but uh, at least on the producing side. Um, but I think a lot of um, a lot of filmmakers and people come to the business, you know, the number one thing, obviously, we hear to provide entertainment and um, we want to make a living off our art and stuff and and so, but, but but the number one, you know, our number one goal should to be to you know appease, you know, uh, the audience and and fans and people out there and um, create something that people really want to see, um, and just providing entertainment. So, so yeah, so this whole thing came up in in the pandemic, and you know, we were just like, I think I was hit up by a few people randomly, and they were just like, Hey, man, you you'd be great for like a like a like a Marvel like a Cyclops movie. It was just kind of random because like at the time, like I said, me and my couple um, producing partners were talking. We're like, um, we're like uh, this, you know, we we're on YouTube and stuff. We were just seeing all these big like um, all these big fan films and stuff, like Star Wars, oh, and, like yeah. different stuff. They have like one of Gambit. Um, they have one of like Darth Maul on the Star Wars side. They have Wolverine and stuff or X Men and. And these things are getting like twenty plus million views, man. So it was just like it was a crazy amount of viewers. They were like, you know what? Some um, no one's ever done one of Cyclops Scott Summers, like a you know a origin story of him. 
um, on the studio side or even like a fan base project. So like, wouldn't it be great if we did something like that um, and give people something they want to see? Because I, I was just seeing comments from people on like posts and stuff saying they don't, they've never seen something, anything like that. And like, you know, uh, why is Wolverine always like seen as the alpha male of the group and not Scott Summers and the movies right. and stuff, like the comic he is, you know? And that's, you know, it's Scott Summers. He's the leader of the X-Men. So, and he's this badass character in the comic books, and a lot of them at least, the way he's written. So, um, so yeah, so he came up this idea that came up uh, to, to do an origin story with him. And um, it's a fan-based project. Uh, it's also a passion project. And also giving people what they want to see, man. That's what the whole point of the film business is. It's not just to try to make money. It's also to the other side to provide entertainment people want to watch. That's really what it comes down to. Well, exactly. And, you know, the, the long and the short of it, it's like a special at the bar. If you come in and have the special, maybe you'll get something else, you know, and the same thing with this. Um, you know, they're like, yeah. hey, he's kicking ass here. It's, it's Scott Summers. What's, what else does he Oh, check this out, you know. And, right. um, <laughs> you know, it leads to other stuff. Look, you're absolutely right. Now, I'm not one of these. Like, let me just preface this by saying, it's been a long time since I've been in a comic book store. Um, yeah. But I used to go when I was a kid, I, and I was into X-Men. I was into the kind of the, the brood era where they were in those giant space whale things. Anyway, um, yeah. I, I, I dug it. And you're absolutely right, though. Uh, Scott Summers was, the, as, as I remember, the, uh, you know, the, the guy in charge, uh, the one making calling the shots. And Wolverine was kind of the rebel you know, yeah, go do this, Wolverine. He might do it. He might do it and then do something else. You know, you couldn't count on him, really, because uh, he was yeah. just kind of a, a wild card. But but Scott Summers, you could. But you know what? Professor X didn't say, okay, Wolverine, I need you to do this. He said, Scott, get the team and go over here and do this. You know, um, that's yeah. what we got to do. Right. And uh, it would get done. Yeah. You know, that's who you, he was the quarterback. That's who you gave the ball to. Um, and I think you took yeah. that look of his. Um, it, you know, he, he was good looking, but, but more importantly, he was a leader. And um, I think it's cool. Now, I watched the uh, the first uh, uh, episode of it. Very cool stuff. You're driving the DeLorean. How cool is oh, yeah. that? Did you guys rent that? Or um, uh, where did you get a DeLorean at? Um, I, I, I got it. I have a DeLorean. Uh, I actually own, I own a DeLorean. I got it from DeLorean Motor Company. Um, nice. Beginning of the pandemic. Uh, I, you know, I want. I've always wanted to use that. Just for I've always well, I've, I've always loved that car. Uh, I've always wanted a cool car like right? that. Um, you know, we thought that it'd be cool to use for the series of the Scott Summers thing and some other stuff we're working on and uh, projects and stuff. So, invested in buying a DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Nice. Um, now yeah. I know. I know, Keith, you would never you break the, there. Uh, the law or anything. You've probably never yeah. taken it to 88 miles an hour just for funsies, right? I've taken it to 95, man. Be... Yeah. No. <laughs> and he's still 95. here. Oh. I'm still here. I didn't go back in that time. Awesome. The change the pandemic. I would have gone back in time to change the pandemic to you know, make sure they were happening. <laughs> That's right. Save it. Right. See, it's that Scott Summers quality. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, how is how is driving it with that extended uh, 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 windshield in the front? Because that's got a weird angle to it. It is. It, the thing is so weird, man. You know what's crazy about those cars? Um, you know, what, seeing them in photos, one thing, seeing them in the movies and TV, like 
when you see it in person, especially the first time and stuff, you see it and it's like in good condition, especially it's like, this is the weirdest thing you've ever seen. It looks like a spaceship. It's freaking weird, man. Like, and, and the way, yeah, the, the, the front of it, it's very, it's slick, it's shiny, it's like shined from miles away. You can see the damn thing and like, that yeah, windshield's like slanted, weird. It's very low to the ground. It has a European suspension body. It's not like the one was made in Ireland, which they actually. I've learned a lot of DeLorean history. I'm a DeLorean fanatic now. It's everything anyone who gets these cars are. But uh, you know, they dropped those That's cars awesome. originally. Um, the suspension, yeah. Well, the suspension was like you've seen that in the movie. They're supposed to be like that height where um, they were like because they're made in Ireland, and when they were trying to ship back to the U.S., the U.S. specification at the time were like, "Oh, you, this is too low. You guys have to make it a certain height." So they end up raising. Anyways, the, the right. cars they're put on now, a lot of guys are dropping the suspension on like the European style. So they're like they're super low to the ground. They look like a freaking race car, but they're pretty cool, man. Oh. That's awesome. That is awesome. We, um, I had a friend of mine. We, of course, always wanted a DeLorean as kids um, a million years ago when I was uh, a youngster. And um, my friend got, you know, couldn't get, we could never afford a Ferrari, or a, a DeLorean. So she got a, uh, a Fiero, <laughs> one of those little Ford oh, Fieros. And yeah. it was white. And we're like, we got to paint it silver, man. We got to paint it silver just to get the feel. Man, that thing was the worst car. At, we would try to take that to like nightclubs and stuff, and you're you're basically sitting yeah. with your leg like at a ninety degree angle, and you know oh. you get all decked out for the nightclub, and then you have to climb up. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Oh, yeah. I can only imagine. I imagine the DeLoreans are better though. You know, they've got to be. Uh, they are DeLorean after all. That's cool, it's, man. It, it, it's like a go kart. <laughs> it's like a little, it's like a freaking go kart. It's still like, it's like low to the ground, and yeah, it's unique, man. Definitely a unique car. Nice. So nice. Little. No, you guys. This is a cool look. Um, in the uh, the episode, I don't want to give anything away or whatnot, but I did dig because I remember from my again, it's been a long time, but I remember the Banshee drug, and uh, there was right. reference to that in there. And you guys, mm-hmm. this was a great location. It was at some, like, big reservoir somewhere out in the desert, it looked like. Um, right. W- w- that was cool, man. That was a cool location. Oh, yeah. I don't know where it was. Is that in California? Uh, yeah, Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. Nice. Santa Clarita. Nice. It's, it's, it's Santa Clarita, Valencia area, just literally just north of um, Burbank. It's right there. It's right, right connected to, like, Burbank. Really? Burbank. So it's right on the hill, basically. Nice. Well, that's oh, yeah. you know, it's, I'm watching that and I'm thinking to myself. And again, I'm not a comic person. I have friends that'll tell you, you know, well, in in, in issue, you know, 287, blah blah blah. You know, they know all that stuff. But, you know, like the Bible. Yeah. It's like a southern with right. the Bible, you know. Um, but right. I'm not that guy. But I'm watching the episode, and uh, and I had it on our our big TV. You know, I wanted to see it. Well done. Um, and I'm thinking to myself as, as he's cruising around, I'm like, well, and I don't know if he, in the comics, he, if he had a DeLorean, but I'm like, no. Todd Summers absolutely <laughs> would have a DeLorean. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll explain that in a second. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the idea. <laughs> very cool. Very, very cool. Oh. Um, no, do you have. Was this kind of a proof of concept video, or do you have like others in the can already, or um, what's the yes. future of of this? Because I want to see more. 
No, that's great. So, we'll, so this is a series of episodes. Um, you know, this first episode is a little shorter. It's like five minutes or a little under that. Um, we uh, it's a smaller teaser episode. We didn't. Uh, we want. We want. To, we want to get people excited about the series, and kind of like um, shock people a bit, or like um, we catch people off guard to where they watch it, and then they're like, "Oh crap! Oh, this is Scott Summers, man. It's a story about it's his origin story. Oh, this is badass!" Like, um, you know, a lot of stuff that's going on um, YouTube and a lot of these uh, streaming platforms and stuff. You know, the viewer's attention is very short. You really have to capture people's attention. You got to do it quick. You don't have a lot of time. Um, I've been doing film. I've been filmmaking for years now, and, like, I'm learning. I've learned so much over the years. And I love fe- – I came from the feature film world, as you know. It's my first time doing, like, episodic stuff. I have another TV series I'm doing right now as well right. but um, for Amazon. But, uh, you know, it's uh, <laughs> after, like – yeah, on, on YouTube, especially in a lot of stuff, it's like after three minutes or after like two, two and a half minutes, three minutes, you really, the, the audience attention drops like significantly a lot. So you really have a short amount of time to do it. So this first episode wasn't supposed to be like a 20-minute episode where like, you know, oh, I hope people watch. Like it's a quick episode, grab people's attention, it's a punch in the mouth, like really get people excited and then get get alert for it and then uh, want to watch all of it. That's the whole point that they, you know, uh, I want to watch the whole thing. So these episodes we're going to be doing, oh, no more than like 12 to 15 minutes in length. Um, kind of like the Mortal nice. Kombat series which came out like 2010. Um, right. Mortal Kombat Legacy with uh, Michael J. Uh, or Mike, what's his name? Um, Michael J. White, I think. Michael Michael J. White, I think. Gosh, I think that's his name. Michael. I believe so. Thank anyone. Um, yeah, like drawing a blank here. He was the guy from Spawn. Um, anyways, so. So, yeah, no more than, like, 12, 15 minutes in length. And this first episode was a little short, but um, we're currently filming other episodes right now. So, you know, as the year goes on, I want people to be on the lookout. If they want, they like this, that, uh, you know, they'll, hope, they'll hopefully like the rest of the series. So, that's uh, a little tune in. So, Absolutely. it's coming out throughout the year. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Susan from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. 
Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com, Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Well, you know, it's, it's so cool. Guy... My, uh, I watched this with my wife, and she knows nothing about – well, I can't say that. She knows the, the basics. She – after a question about some weird anime that no one that and look, I've never heard of, and she'll tell you all about it. But um, she didn't know that much about the X Men, and um, it was funny because the day before we watched this, um, I had a uh, I don't know if it was you wouldn't call it a meeting. You know, we've all gotten so used to the zooms and stuff over the pandemic. Um, I had a friend of mine who does uh, movie reaction videos and content stuff for YouTube. Um, we had, we were eating pizza and he was on the zoom on the TV and he was eating pizza, uh, where he's at Toronto. And he had just went through a bunch of rigor and more with, uh, copyright claims and whatnot. And so that was kind of the right. conversation we were having at the time. And he was saying exactly what you were saying. He said, YouTube is on that, man. They, they know exactly. Um, and I imagine the other stream platform, it's the same thing. Um, how long somebody's watching and, you know, and it, that's keep track of that because that's how they pay people. Um, right. And, you know, it was very fascinating to me because I had no idea. Um, I had no idea. I get a little thing from my podcast. It's very basic, you know, it's very cut and dry. Hey, this many people listened and here's the countries they were in. Um, whereas YouTube's like, these people listened for 3.8 minutes uh, or watched for 3.8 minutes or whatever it is. And here's your money. You know, here's here's what you make. Uh, And and it changes because people skip around, like they'll watch 15 minute or a 15 second intro and then skip ahead a couple, you know, because they have control of it. Um, You're absolutely right. You're doing it smart where, where you capture people and then people, that that watch the the next episode are like me. They want to watch it. You know, they're like, oh, well, I'm invested. I want to know what happens. You know, what what's going on? Where is the DeLorean right. going to be next? And is he going to run into kids? <laughs> and will he win? Uh, he might. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding, folks. That kid will probably not be. I haven't heard anything. Um, <laughs> but I do hope some some uh, some other. Uh, 
X-Men uh, and women will be in the uh, uh, make appearances, maybe, because uh, they're definitely of course. like they're in this customer story. Very cool. Of course. Yeah. They're in there. They're in there, man. And the whole thing with the DeLorean was a little Easter egg we threw in there. Is, that's like the, the stuff like this in that first episode with the Banshee drug, that's talked about. So we wanted to stick as true as much to the comic books we could, and, um, and we did. Um, a lot of the stuff you see is, um, in the comic books and referencing the comic books. This is the Banshee drug. That's in um, one of the older comic books. Um, mm-hmm. It's a drug, basically the mutants that X-Men take to fight off this superior like um, mutant force, but it enables them to control their powers and stuff. And then Scott Summers, case, he's able to control his optic glass um, eyes so he can take off his sunglasses. Um, but you can Google it even. You'll see pictures of it and stuff. But, uh, so that's where that comes into play. That's a little, you know, that's thrown in from the comic books. So comic books readers, when they watch it, they say, oh, okay, this isn't just some, like, made-up bullcrap, like, fan episode. Like, this is, like, right. legit from the comic books. <laughs> and that's what we wanted. But we also wanted to put our own, our own take into the whole character and um, really make this, you know, with the comic books. And a lot, a lot of them had him as, like, this badass freaking warrior, dude. Like, muscular, like, mm-hmm. that kicks ass. We wanted to show that with this and kind of make our own um, – inspiration into it and uh the delorean was a thing that that's not in the comic books but we threw that in there for you know uh DeLorean owners back to future owners i mean back to future fans and oh, yeah. car fanatics and stuff and uh that's another audience appeal with that and that's a, that's a little side thing we threw in just for you know we thought it'd be cool for the character so that's what the car he drives in the series actually so yeah it was awesome one of the things i i really appreciated about the x-men mythology is everybody thinks it would be just super Oh, if I had a superpower, I'd be able to do all this cool. Well, that's true. Um, but at the right. same time, there's a tragedy to it, you know? Um, you know, and, and like Scott, he's, he's, you know, he's a cool guy. He's, he's alpha male. He's, he's you know, he's kicking ass and taking names. He can't take his glasses off, you know? Can you imagine waking up in the mid- middle of the night, you have a bad dream or something, you open your eyes, and, you know, you yeah. cut the house in two. Um, it sucks. Right. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's not cool. And of I course. think you guys captured that, you know, that the mutant powers are cool, but there's a price, too, to them, you know. Um, right. It's not all fun and games. And I, I thought course. that was very cool, you know. thought that was very cool how you guys got that. Um, yeah. This is cool. This is cool. Of course, no, I appreciate uh, Keith, I want to ask you, because people are going to, they, they want to know. Um, and even my wife, after uh, we watched the thing, she goes, ooh, do you think he's going to have problems with, uh, you know, Disney or whatnot? You know, and I'm like, let me yeah. tell you something about Keith, and I'll tell our listeners, just Keith doesn't do anything half-assed, folks. I'm sure there were some meetings with lawyers. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, yeah. books were cracked, ladies and gentlemen, yep. uh, before. Oh, yeah. Show me you started. Mm-hmm. Is that is it is it difficult taking on uh, just from a business point of view, uh, you know, a project like this? Yeah. Yes. Um, and that was the thing that came up in the beginning. Of course, is yeah. Okay, this is already a intellectual property. You know, it's a Marvel thing. X Men. Uh, you know, Lee. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's already it's it's a pre-existing uh, copyright. So. Uh, I talked to a couple lawyers about it and um you know the biggest thing is like they all kind of say the same thing is 
Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. You can do it, but it's like it's gray area. I mean, if, if the studio wants to make a big fuss, they could. But, like, the thing is, is a lot of these fan films, like, as long as you put a disclaimer in the front and the back like we did, oh, hey, this is for entertainment purposes mm-hmm. only. Uh, it's for not, not for profit. It's not to make money. Um, it's for entertainment. It's a fan-based episode or a fan film, whatever you're putting out there. And um, that's the whole purpose of it. And it's not to make money. Um, so right. as long as that's out there and it's for entertainment only, um, usually they're they're cool with that. And a lot of uh, that's how all these fan films would have put out there with the Star Wars ones, the Darth Maul, the Little Kobe. There's so many of them out there, man. Just go on YouTube and like Gambit, all the other ones for X movie done. Like as long as that's oh, yeah. on the video, as long as that's on the video, they don't the studios don't make a fuss about it. So, um, so that was something what obviously came in my mind. Me personally, I'm not going to greenlight a project unless I can just. Unless like no, I don't you know. Unless I'm confident it's not going to be an issue, so um, right. Yeah, definitely did a lot of research, so uh, it came up. But um, after I you know did the research and worked that out, and uh, came to believe okay, these fan yeah. films are getting millions of views, and as long as that's made clear in the video in the beginning and then, then you're covered. You should be good. So absolutely, um, but yeah, absolutely. Huh. We have the same thing in the art world, uh, and people ask me all the time. They're like, well. You know, you're painting a painting of, of you know, uh, Snape from Harry Potter or something. And I'm like, yeah, but you notice it's a one-off, and I'm not putting the painting that I did on a beach towel. I'm not selling merchandise with that, you know? Right, um, right. If you look yeah. at our merch store, it's all original stuff. There's a reason for that, um, you know? Yeah. Uh, I and and I probably could, but it would cost so much. And the thing, other thing is too, is the, the studios. I've never had any problems um, because I'm not making enough money to where somebody's like, you know, where, where Marvel or somebody would be like, well, where's our cut? <laughs> you know, that's great, but yeah. where's where's our check? Yeah. Uh, many many years ago, probably 20 years ago now, I uh, when I first got into business, I had done a painting of. Uh, Scully and Mulder from the X-Files. And I got a cease and desist. I, I, now that I remember, I did get a cease and desist letter. Just selling, selling the paintings on eBay. You know, it got flagged, and, yeah. and they sent me a letter. We took, the, we took it down, sold them at a show um, six months later. You know, not a big deal. But uh, I never painted another X-Files uh, painting after that. Uh, but, mm-hmm. and I don't have anything. I love the X-Files, you know. But, yeah, you have to look into that stuff. And, and you know, you're right. You're right. I've been, I watched one. Um, matter of fact, I even gave money for it. Uh, they had a uh, Kickstarter for a thing, a Star Trek thing called the Romulan War. And it was like a 45-minute show that, oh, man. you know, some, some fans put together and did. And it was great. I love it, you know, as a Star Trek fan. Uh, I do $10 yeah. towards it. I was, I, no problem admitting that. Now, with There's your stuff, do you um, do you think you'll be doing crowdfunding or whatnot, or you got in, independent production, you know, producers? You know what? I thought about I did, I did think about that. That's, that's still a possibility. Um, the reason why I didn't do it, the reason why I did not do it for this so far, I, you know, there's been a lot of, um, that new, the new, there's a Batman movie which just came out this last year called like the, uh, well, Batman, the, the night, the dying night or the dying something, I forgot what it's called, dying something. Anyways, it has like Michael Madsen in it, uh, Cashman Dean. Oh, yeah. Um, some names. And that was crowdfunded and they raised a lot of money for it. So, it was fan base. So, there are fan films where they raise money. 
Um, and I'm texting after like I didn't get into that because I didn't want to. I was worried about. I still might because I've done a lot more. Keep the research. money separate. Like, right. Yeah. Well, I didn't want. I didn't want the studios or anybody to be like, oh, is, you know, are they, they're raising money from all these people based off of a Marvel icon? Are they pocketing it? Like, I didn't want any issues to come up, so I just went to my, my private, my private funds way with, you know, other investors I know, like personally. So. Um, I yeah. did avoid that, but um, that's always a possibility. I've looked into it. There's a lot more people doing it, and as long as it's, it's made clear on the website, and people get the merchandise, or not the merchandise, but, like, you know, you're, the perks they get, like, you, you, they throw you 10 bucks, they get, like, a, right. get, like, like free access to the, or a copy of the HD version of the, of the film or something. I don't, I don't know, but, like, yeah, so, yeah, I didn't do it, but uh, exactly. you never know. Yeah. You never know. Well, it's it's cool. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot j-a-m-i-e-r-o-x-x dot u-s Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking and more. Metal Bay Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic-grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.love. S-H-A-C-K-A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R-Y dot com. As well as online, on Instagram, and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. Ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime. And treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com.
Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beatty, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation, raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please, visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Now, um, something that with, with uh, comic book mythology, you're going to have fans, you know, kind of like horror fans in a way. You know, horror fans are the worst. Uh, they're the best, I mean, but they're the worst when it comes to criticism is what I was going to yes. Don't send me emails. Right. But settle down. Um, the comic book fans are kind of like that, too. Um, I, I have – no, you know who's the worst? The worst is um, Amazon just uh, – you know, they released the trailer for the Lord of the, their Lord of the Rings project and whatnot. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I know people that are just like this – well, according to, you know, page 87 of the Sumeria, this didn't have, you know, I'm like, if you don't like it, don't watch it. <laughs> I solved your yeah, problem, you know, I mean. Amazon the work people to comment. Oh, yeah, it was just, and I'm like, you haven't even seen it. How can you make, you sell a trailer, you know, are you kidding me? Uh, but <laughs> you've seen that from what I've seen, though, I just did a very quick, very non-scientific Google search, but people are digging it. They're digging it. I saw. I didn't see any negative stuff uh, for your uh, for the uh, Cyclops Chronicles. Maybe I didn't yeah. look hard enough, but I didn't see it. It seems pretty good. Yeah. No, that's one thing. I yeah. I definitely, man. It's uh, like I said. I'm trying to tighten every project. I'm trying to tighten my game up with everything I do. Everything we do in life, I'm trying to improve. Obviously, and, uh, I'm trying to give fans what they want, man. And like. It, and also the high production value stuff, and we have a lot of cool um, aerial shots of the DeLorean and just of different footage in, in this series and another series I'm doing. And, um, you know, there, it's a short content, at least for this first episode. But, uh, yeah, so far, the, the people I've seen would have watched and stuff and commented on some stuff. I haven't seen anything negative. I'm sure there's, there's going to be haters for everything, so i got to expect that with any art you do. But, um, 
so right. far it's gotten great great uh reviews and nothing negative from Rockwood so far where people are like bashing it. So it's like um but other people told me I mean there's really not a whole lot to at least for the first episode it's people love it, there's not a whole lot to like really like bang on and say this is crap or whatever or they don't like this and that. Cause we right, no, to, I gotta... you know, we stuck we stuck to the comic book character how he is in the comic books for the most part with their own interpretation of it. like I said, he's a badass character and then we have the Banshee drug, everything we're referencing is from the comic books, except for the DeLorean, obviously, we threw that in there, and that's something else. And then the production uh, itself, we really, you know, have a good DP and a good um, drone operator and stuff we use oh, yeah, to film it. in the beautiful. Movie. Right. We didn't make this. This is not a, a cool college kid project. I've been making films and stuff yeah. for, for years now. So, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, it looks it looks like a lot of money was spent on that. I don't know if it was, but I'm just saying yeah. it looks like it was, and that's the important thing. Um, real quick, yeah. I know you you've got a bunch of stuff to do. Real quick before uh, I let you go, uh, you mentioned a couple times this other project on Amazon. Is that out? Can we see it, or is it coming out? And when is Cyclops coming out? So yeah. So overall, answer the thing. So Cyclops is coming out end of April. Um, YouTube nice. for free, obviously. Uh, it's on YouTube, uh, Vimeo for free, like places, all, all any free streaming site, you'll be able to see it. So, but YouTube and Vimeo are the main ones. Vimeo. Um, you can Google search it or YouTube search it. Um, and then the other series I'm working on, I'm working on a show called uh, Suke City. And that first episode releases oh, cool. like late spring, like like late May, early June. Um, and that takes place in like a post-apocalyptic world of this it's this city that controls all these main resources for survival, like transportation, gas, oil, and stuff. There's these two gangs, wow. this main gang, gang leader controls, and there's militia of former cops trying to regain the city. So that that's coming out. Um, we're working on that. We're filming more of that right now. And uh, that first episode drops, like I said, late spring, like late May, early June. And um, <laughs> that will be on Amazon. That's Amazon Prime release. And then also a Vimeo. Subscription to buy release like TVOD, so I want people to check that out. The DeLoreans in that too. I think you're gonna like it. Nice. It's gonna be like 25 minute episodic. So let's rock and roll and, and look out, Hollywood. Look out, man. We got we got a big um we got some big outdoor billboard releases coming out for the CK City in um, August. So people are gonna know all about that. That's the whole point. Really get some good PR Very behind cool. it. No. Very oh, yeah. cool. Well, we'll definitely have you back um, when that gets closer. I can't wait. I can't wait. I want to see more of that DeLorean. I don't have a DeLorean. I've always wanted one, and I am definitely a DeLorean fan. Um, <laughs> I, of course, I am. I love them. <laughs> oh, I'm very yeah. jealous of you. I'm very jealous. Uh-huh. Uh, well, that's cool. Uh-huh. That is great. Now, folks, we also yeah. have links up um, to uh, Keith's uh, production company, uh, kspicturesllc.com. Also, uh, their Facebook, Twitter, and IMDb page uh, for Cyclops. So you can find out more. Um, we will uh, be keeping, when it does drop, when Cyclops does drop, I'll be post, I'll be blasting that out everywhere on all my social media uh, because this is just so cool. You've seen the trailer. I've been posting the trailer. Uh, the episode's very, very cool. <laughs> I dig it, awesome. man. Um, well, congratulations, mm-hmm. Keith. This is awesome. This is very, very Thanks, cool. Thanks, man. I, yeah, you've got to be wearing those red sunglasses every day, everywhere you go, right? Oh, and the DeLorean, man, I drive around and people want to take pictures of the car. <laughs> what is going on, dude? Who's this guy, man? <laughs> <You know>? Nice. <laughs> nice. So, 
you're doing. You're so good at it, you know, and, and everybody back here Appreciate in Florida, it. you know, we love you. And uh, we, uh, for those who don't know, uh, he's originally from uh, Florida. Uh, he's he's yep. big in Hollywood now, but, um, you know, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Continued success, my friend. Continued success. Thanks, man. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Got to go out there and break a leg. Got to go out and break a leg, man. This is the Psychos Chronicles. has never been done like this. So we're out there trying to put some good content that people enjoy. And, you know, this is the last thing I'll just say about the project is uh, we wanted to show this character. Um, people, how they can relate to like, a human character of, like, yeah, this guy's powers, but, um, like, they've done with these recent, like, Batman, Nolan, Chris Nolan's Batman stuff, mm-hmm. uh, these characters. It shows the... Yeah, a, a realism to it of like this is kind of a normal guy he has these powers but it has so people can relate to their lives a little bit of like this is kind of a normal guy dude but he has this power that's really the only difference he's a leader obviously but uh just trying to make a realistic type of interpretation um on this guy as much as possible you know with this new oh, power absolutely. but uh i hope people hope people you know enjoy it. that's the main thing we want is it's for the fans hope you'll enjoy it excellent fans Lauren fans fans of comics can't fans of anything in the cinema so hopefully they watch it and like it well that's very cool well and you know in, in the real world your superpower keith is storytelling you're very very good uh-huh. at it, and we really appreciate that you're doing it you know um appreciate we it. need this inter- and i think people have a a, a renewed appreciation of um, uh, artists and, and storytellers and filmmakers and stuff, because I'll tell you when the chips got down and we were, it was two years ago, man, we were all real nervous. We didn't know how this stuff was going to go. And we were all locked in our houses and, you know, we stayed sane because we had entertainment. And I think people realize that, you know, very, it, it's very nice. <laughs> you know, you guys yeah, say that. Oh, so. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. I appreciate it. Well, very no, cool. Thanks for that. Well, yeah, man. Keep doing what you're doing, and uh, I can't wait to see more. I can't wait to see. I really want to see that 2K City, too. I can't wait for that. Oh, dude. Yeah. Um, very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, there's trailers out. There's, tra- there's trailers out for that right now. Um, we just dropped oh, a second trailer. It. Like, see, a few days ago on YouTube. It's going on YouTube. You can type it in there. There's two trailers for that out and you can kind of get a gist of that. But um, basically it's a post-apocalyptic world, post-apocalyptic world where uh, these radical groups and gangs, like nuclear explosions, they've set off and it's like this main city, everyone's like wiped out with radiation and bombs. You'll see in a trailer and it's this main city that controls all these resources. So, but, well, um, I'll yeah. tell you, Keith, uh, a couple of years ago when this pandemic thing hit and, you know, I was real nervous because, you know, nobody was expecting this. I was kind of joking about it before they closed everything down, and then it got real serious. I, was, I wasn't I was worried about the, the medical aspect. I'm like, I don't want to get sick. I mean, of course I didn't, but I wasn't. that wasn't what was uh, keeping me up. I have watched a lot of movies, man. I don't want to be the guy on the back of the motorcycle in the Mad Max world, you know? Um, uh-huh. That's no fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody thinks oh, yeah. they'll be the guy with the mohawk. You don't want to be yeah. the guy chained to the back. <laughs> no, 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 heck no, man. Yeah, you know, in the end, you worry, you worry about stuff like that. Me and my, me and my dog yeah. were patrolling the yard. <laughs> you know, we were, yeah, okay. dude, it's putting the fence up. People uh, didn't expect yeah. the pandemic. People didn't expect this war, the war with the uh, with um, you know, Russia and. 
Um, oh, I'm telling you. Yeah, Ukraine. You're, so you're like, a little younger than me, Keith. You're a little younger. When I was a kid, I mean, that we worried about nuclear war happening daily, you know, in, in the 80s and whatnot. I think you're a 90s oh, yeah. kid, and, um, yeah. you know, I never thought that we'd have – I thought we were over that. I'm like, oh, we don't have to worry about that now, you know. Uh, yeah. There we are. Here we are. Here it is. <laughs> We're supposed to be hanging out on the beach right now, you know? Come on. Yeah. Life's supposed to be good. Yeah. Uh, It's the world, man. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, keep driving the DeLorean and keep making these awesome movies and shows. We love them. We love them. Very, very cool. That's what I want. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I'll talk to you soon, Keith. We'll we'll figure something out, and um, I will uh, we'll be in touch and uh, about getting you on for the uh, the suitcase. Uh, uh, yeah. What yeah. was it? The su- Say the name suitcase again, city. real quick. Suitcase city. Yeah, suitcase city. That's suitcase it. City. I just wrote it down. Oh, no. I was thinking the suitcase chronicles. I was mixing the two. Um, suitcase ah, city. Let's do Very it. Very cool. Let me know. The- Absolutely. Well. Keep doing it and post some pictures with for us not in Hollywood when the billboards hit because we want I want to see uh, that's oh, cool yeah. seeing your seeing your mug you know up in the the billboard I love it oh yeah very cool stuff you'll see it yeah we got some Hollywood Boulevard but you'll see it man you'll see it definitely a big PR release uh, this time around bigger than the, the the last film I did so we want people to know about Suitcase City and really tune in to watch the DeLorean nice. bring that nice. DeLorean back to cinema that's the whole goal. Back. Right. <laughs> People are going to – Barrett Jackson is thrilled right now. They're like, we need to get as many DeLoreans at our next auction as we can. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That's the whole point of the show is bringing it back to really – that's from Back to the Future, man. People love that thing. So it's like that's what that made that whole movie huge. So. Oh, yeah. I just watched a documentary about the um, – how they restored um, – because there was a couple cars from Back to the Future, I guess, they used. You know, they cut one in half for the interior shots and stuff. I watched, like, a 45-minute yeah. YouTube documentary about that. It was bad. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, you know when they brought the um, the uh, DeLorean fans who had were making their own versions, they're like, well, there's a screw under this plate that you, is missing, and you got to – you know, they knew that car. I was pretty impressed. Um, oh, yeah. I'm a car guy, oh, yeah. and I know you are, too, so, you know. Um, very, very cool. Oh, yeah. Well, I it's like DeLorean your DeLorean clean. Don't add a flux capacitor to your DeLorean. It's very pretty, slim and trim, man. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, I'm leaving it stock, man. Those things have climbed in value uh, 50% since that whole um, EV commercial for the DeLorean uh, electronic vehicle commercial. Oh, yeah. So that's the things are going for. They're, they're like a Bitcoin fan. They're, they're rising in value, like huge. Oh, absolutely. Well, very cool, man. Well, hey, I'm going to let you go because I know you got more of these to do. Um, thank you so much, Keith. Uh, keep talking with everybody uh, for, you know, being on the show, and I really appreciate it. You're awesome. Keep doing it, thank man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, Jamie. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, when it drops, I'd like to, you know, I can post a copy of the show when it drops, too, and, um, and post it around on absolutely. social media for sure. Very, yeah. very Cool. Cool. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, Scott or Keith Sutliff, everybody, star of the Cyclops Chronicles, the story of Scott Summers. It's a new TV series. Check it out. Very, very cool. 
Um, and like and share, uh, you know, we've been posting the trailer and whatnot. Hit those buttons. Like and share that. Help get the word out. Very, very cool. This episode, of course, will be converted to a podcast. We're going to push it out on all the social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. So wherever you uh, stream or download podcasts, we're on them. We're on like 570-something right now. It's uh, it's crazy. It's very, very cool. Okay, no, that's it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. We've got a very cool guest uh, coming on tomorrow. Uh, and this is a true story. This is the, uh, the manager for the band Placebo. He directed a movie about one of the very cool events in his, based on one of those uh, events that um, he's from uh, uh, Scotland. And he, he <laughs> well, tune into the show tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it involves getting Iron Maiden to play in your little town. You made it happen. <laughs> it was a lot of stuff happened, but it's a cool movie. Okay, we will talk uh, to everybody tomorrow. Have a great day. And remember, if you're out and about, the world's still weird. Be kind, be nice, and be patient with people. And um, we will see you next time. Bye. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.